Thank you very much, Irina, and uh, many thanks for inviting me. Uh, uh, I will uh, uh, very briefly probably give an outline in a uh, retrospective, uh, in, in a kind of retrospective, how uh, Ukrainian energy market and contractual relations uh, developed uh, in a geopolitical context in the triangle between Ukraine, uh, EU, and the uh, Russian Federation, uh, meaning first uh, gas crisis of 2005-2006, then second 2009, and the current situation. Then I will uh, uh, briefly uh, outline the main provisions of the new gas law and uh, also a uh, few words on the issue of interconnectivity, uh, which is relevant to the concept of the energy union and uh, the role of Ukraine and other non-EU members of the energy community. Uh, well, uh, geopolitical context, uh, but before first crisis 2005-2006, uh, relations between Ukraine and Russia in, uh, in the gas field were regulated by the intergovernmental agreement and every year we used to sign an annual protocol which fixed the price. And this uh, situation changed uh, after the Orange Re uh, Revolution. That was a kind of revenge of the Russian Federation. And uh, this, this system was challenged. Uh, as a result, a uh, uh, notorious solution with Rusoker Energo came up. Uh, also, the, as, and as a result of such a solution, uh, the system of uh, distribution of income of the uh, gas sales in the EU also changed. Uh, the price for Ukraine rise from $50, which was not market price, definitely, to 95 That was the first very speed increase. Uh, also, what was the novelty that uh, we managed to decouple uh, two issues, uh, supply and transit, within the two uh, separate contracts. That was the first uh, step into the right, right direction. Uh, second crisis, 2009, uh, was uh, also politically motivated, and, uh, but it was a kind of preemptive strike by the Russian Federation before the change of uh, government of Ukraine, in Ukraine. It, uh, and the idea was uh, to engage uh, the uh, candidates for, for, for the post of president uh, before the election, and uh, as a result, we know uh, the 2000 contract, 2009 contract was signed uh, by Yuli Tymoshenko. We know uh, the consequences of such a development, uh, but uh, there were also positive developments uh, in terms of gradual. Uh, 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 Transover of Ukraine into the more market-based uh, solution. Uh, new contract, uh, both contracts, transit and uh, and supply, 
uh, with with all caveats. We kn we know uh, they were let's say closer to the standards uh, normal agreements which European companies n uh, usually sign with Gazprom. Uh, at the same time, the European Union was more robustly and stronger involved into the resolution of, of this contract, uh, of, of this conflict. Uh, and uh, just uh, after uh, the uh, gas supply was resumed, the International Conference on Support of Ukrainian uh, Gas Transport System was organized in Brussels. And as a result of this conference, uh, uh, Ukraine uh, was suggested to join energy community to start the reforms of the domestic uh, energy market, first of all, in uh, gas market. And uh, that was the conditionality uh, to provide Ukraine with the financial support to refurbish, refurbish its uh, gas transmission system. Uh, we know that the first uh, loan, which is uh, 300, about 300 million, uh, will be uh, uh, given to Ukraine only this year, so almost, well, more than five years after, uh, after the conference. But still, I, I, I would like to repeat that this crisis triggered uh, measure development and Ukraine definitely uh, as, as a result benefited uh, from membership into in the energy community uh, and uh, developments which Irina mentioned uh, the gradual transposition of a key uh, drafting the energy uh, a gas law is a result uh, of of this uh, stronger involvement of the European Union and the uh, Energy Community Secretariat, which followed. Uh, situation uh, in our relation with, uh, gas with, with Russian Federation, and once again in this triangle uh, with the EU uh, in 2014, once again the, the, the trigger was uh, political, uh, after uh, uh, Maidan and uh, takeover of Crimea uh, in March, Russian Federation suggested to rise the price uh, significantly. And uh, well, the reason was quite cynical that because of the special arrangement for Crimea, uh, Ukraine benefited from discount, which was no longer applicable because of the annexation uh, and uh, Russian Federation threatened to rise the price uh, 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 ver uh, to uh, for, for, uh, $385. Uh, as the uh, EU in this time uh, reacted uh, properly, so the trilateral talks uh, were launched and produced so-called winter package. Uh, also, uh, we managed to, to develop uh, the reverse flows 
from the neighboring countries uh, and uh, such a such a combination the stronger EU involvement the possibility uh, to import gas from from the EU uh, was in my opinion uh, the strongest uh, argument from our side and it was a kind of stopper for the Russian Federation uh, to uh, provoke a full-fledged crisis last winter. So uh, the, the situation on the market, uh, also the, the very low probability that it, such a crisis could uh, help them, could help the Russian Federation to push the new bypass project uh, South Stream uh, was uh, the, the major factor which helped to uh, to avoid uh, the crisis. Uh, on the gas law, very, uh, very quickly, uh, which already was mentioned, uh, what are the main features? The full price uh, deregulation, uh, introduction, uh, and the first time in the in the Ukrainian history, this EU concept, which uh, uh, Mr. Kopach mentioned, uh, public service obligations. Uh, which is uh, to to provide the state with the possibility to intervene uh, and uh, to to allow to to, to bring uh, current prices to the cost reflective level uh, eu unbundling standards uh, including ownership and bundling model and the ico model as a choice for the gas transmission system operator and uh, third party access to all gas infrastructure. Uh, so we gradually would uh, move from the previous concept of so-called unified gas transport system to the modern uh, and based on the EU key system, which where uh, each operator uh, also deal with with a given sector, or, or uh, whether it's transmission system or distribution or gas storage. Uh, on the, I have one minute probably, on the uh, interconnectivity, uh, I will show you the picture, how, how it looks now, the gas pipeline system, so you see this thick pipeline going through Slovakia into Austria, and this is the main uh, transport uh, pipeline. Another another one goes down to Romania and Bulgaria, and uh, you see huge storages on the Ukrainian territory. Also, with those lines, uh, we show the pipelines and interconnectors to be built here, also on that side. So you can see that uh, Ukrainian gas transport system it very naturally fit in the, the major, uh, sorry, e European network. And uh, on, on, on that uh, presumption, we, we base our argument that Ukraine need to be fully involved into the uh, creation of the, uh, of the energy union and uh, specifically to the activities of the newly create, created 
working groups on connectivity in the central and uh, southeastern Europe. Uh, the, the, the main issue for us in that regard is uh, to make full use of the interconnector on the uh, Ukrainian-Slovak border. I will show you uh, the, the slide. Uh, look, there, this is a this is a f current interconnector. There are four four pipelines going from Ukraine to Slovakia, uh, and uh, the overall capacity is about 100 uh, BCM. Uh, and Gazprom, according to the so-called legacy agreement with Slovakian uh, transport uh, system operator still sitting in between Slovakia and Ukraine, which is uh, in breach with the third energy package. Uh, and if we, if we manage uh, to get into the normal contractual relations based on the third energy package between Ukrainian and Slovakian TCO, it would first provide us with opportunity for the virtual reverse flow, which is uh, to keep in Ukraine some of the gas uh, which, which is uh, uh, going through the system and to compensate uh, with relevant volume to be bought in, in the EU. And uh, the, the second, just a second, Another solution is uh, virtual, it's a physical uh, reverse flow uh, which uh, envisages that one of the pipelines could be used for the physical reverse flows into the opposite direction. So uh, to enable such a solution we expect the robust action on the EU part uh, to bring the relations both between Slovakia and Gazprom into conformity with the EU acquis, uh, and also, as I mentioned, uh, Ukraine, Ukraine-Slovakia and TCO agreement. Also, we rely on, on the support of the Energy Community Secretariat in that regard. Uh, at the conclusion, I, I, I would like to say that uh, uh, as a result of those crisis situations, uh, Ukrainian uh, Ukrainian gas market gradually developed uh, according uh, in conformity with the uh, EU acquis. EU managed to launch its full-fledged uh, common energy policy and now we see the development into the concept of the energy policy on the, uh, of the energy union. Uh, what to be done to enable these uh, gas flows <coughs> And uh, not only Central Europe, but such vulnerable countries like uh, uh, on the Balkans would benefit from it, is just to uh, to stick to the EU legislation. No new investment, no new legislation needed for that. Thank you very much. <laughs>